0: January 13th, 2020. That's today's date. It's 6.55 a.m. And as I'm sitting here, I think back to 20 years ago, what I was doing. 20 years ago at this time, my wife and I were getting ready to go down to Good Samaritan Hospital here in Cincinnati to welcome our daughter, Shayna into the world. Shayna was a challenging child and an interesting child. And I think back when when I reflect on it. Even before she was born, we had a, a test, the a triple screen for pregnancy, and it came back that Shana could have a possible uh, birth defect or issue. So we had the triple screen, and we held our breath while we got the results back, which were okay, and we thought we knew that Shana would be okay. But we knew Shana would be a girl, and so we had already named her. Kayla was excited about welcoming her in the world. Kayla called her baby cyst at the time, um, so we, we dropped Kayla off and went down to Good Samaritan Hospital, anticipating starting the procedure at about eight o'clock in the morning and hopefully having a baby by you know 10, maybe noon, something like that. But that was not to be the case with Shayna. As always, she did things her way. Shana uh, was actually born at almost 11 o'clock in the evening. Her heart rate kept dropping during the, the birth every time Twana would have a contraction. I was a nervous wreck thinking, let's just have a C-section and get this baby out. But Shana joined us. She came into the world. And I remember the cry that she had when she was born. The nurses at the hospital were saying, you've got, you've got a, your hands full with this one. Just the way she cried was so intense, um, so demanding. And I didn't realize, I don't follow ge- ge- or, um, astrological signs a whole lot, but last night I was teaching co-teaching a grief class and the instructor and one of the uh, other people on the call had been born in January actually it was someone's birthday yesterday and they were saying that they were happy to be Capricorns and I guess a couple of qualities of Capricorns are they're very organized and they're very determined so if anything to find Shana it's, it's those couple of traits um what you see on the screen today, by the way, is that's my screensaver. I have two monitors in my office. So when I'm working and if I'm not using one of the monitors, that's what I see. So when I'm recording my podcast, when I'm recording uh, or when I'm doing other work, uh, Shana's always sitting there right, right there staring at me. So that's those are the, my three reasons for living. My wife, Twana, my daughter, Shana, and my daughter, Kayla. Uh, I'm, I'm here for Twana on a, on a daily basis. I'm here for Kayla. Kayla's 23 years old now and in grad school, and Shayna is the one that inspires me and walks beside me. So Shayna's birthday is only three weeks after Christmas. So a lot of times, kids that have birthdays around Christmas kind of complain that their birthdays are forgotten or get caught up in the holidays. But Shayna would have none of that. Uh, Shayna was, as Kayla would call her, a birthday diva. Shayna was all about the birthdays and the holidays and giving us a list and telling us the things she wanted. So you're never going to forget Shayna's birthday was coming up. And even today on our calendars, uh, we've got birthday reminders and Shayna's birthday starts popping up, reminding me that it's coming. Um, so there's no way to forget January 13th is coming up and and it's it's the time to celebrate uh, Shana coming to join us. So Shana would be 20 years old today, and as I think about it, she'd be a sophomore in college. Um, she was 15 when she passed, 15 and a half. She was just a few weeks from getting her temporary driver's, license, driver's permit, and she was very, very excited about that. She would have been starting the high school here, the, the big building as we called it, the main high school uh, for her sophomore year. Uh, So when I think about Shana, it's sometimes easy to kind of get caught up in where she was. And as I think five years later, I can see, I can picture her kind of in my rearview mirror, you know, kind of fading into the rearview mirror as I think about how old she would be now and how she would, you know, no longer be in high school. And would she have a boyfriend? And she would be, you know, at Ohio State, hopefully, my alma mater. And what would she have majored in? Would she become a vet like she wanted to? All these what-if questions Um, so these things can, can rattle around in our heads, especially on these days. And I try to tell myself that it's just another day. It's just another day on the calendar. But you know, reality is as human beings, we do have these times that we mark and we think and we reflect. And with birthdays, we celebrate, we celebrate the fact that we're here for another year. So when you have a child who is not here for another year and their birthday comes up, how are you supposed to feel? Do you, do you celebrate the day? Do you mourn the day because they're not here? These are difficult questions, difficult things to ponder. And I think we can kind of choose the way we look at it. And we go back and forth, and we're, we're human, and we're going to have those feelings of regret and those feelings of what if. But... Um, we also try to need to balance that, I guess, with another point of view, which I'll get into into a few minutes. Um, the other thing about the day, it's interesting. There's a group of girls that Shana was really close with. And they, they've since uh, Shana passed are called themselves the Shana Six. And these are six girls that she met at Lakota West. They were all really um, great students, great kids, uh, really active in the community. And every year, it's been five years now, but every year for Shayna's birthday or her angel date, they come over and sit around the table with Twana and Kayla and sometimes myself and just talk about Shayna and the experiences they had with them with her, but also where they are today. Um and it's interesting because um these are these girls were only fifteen when Shayna passed and they're all, you know, young women now, uh in their twenties. They're all sophomores in college and because they'll have schedule different schedules now going to different colleges, boyfriends, jobs, etc. This year only 3 of them could come, but 3 of them came yesterday and we really appreciate them still, you know, remembering Shayna and honoring Shayna and telling stories about how Shayna is still a part of their life and I'm so proud of Shayna's legacy. But when this happens, we can I can go to this word if and I think "if" is one of the most terrible words in the English language because there really is no "if." We think about what if this had happened or what if that had happened. And I could think, you know, again, Shana would be at Ohio State or Shana, what would she have majored in, in veterinary medicine? Would she, you know, have a boyfriend? Would she? But there really only is what is. Um, whatever is, this is my personal belief. Whatever is is what's meant to be. And when I go down the road of what if, I always think about all the great things, but I don't think about what if Shana had, she had a a terrible condition of rheumatoid arthritis and her numbers were kind of off the chart. It was under control of medication, but what if the medication had stopped working or what if um, she got one of the side effects of these medications, which could be things as terrible as cancer. So when I think about the what ifs, you know, I don't typically play out both sides of that scenario. I just think about how happy things would be if Shayna were here. But in, the thing is, Shayna physically is not with me. And this reminds me that someone asked me to make a uh, recording about what my relationship with Shayna is like. I, I know I talk about her all the time and I want to kind of clarify what my relationship with Shayna is like. I do still have a relationship with Shayna. I think about her literally every day. She is the motivation. She's the reason why you're hearing my voice right now. She's the the motivation for a lot of things I do in my life. As I said, you know, I've got three people that I kind of feel like I report to. Even still, uh, Tawana, I'm here for. Uh, we still have our our uh, partnership, our marriage of. We've been together for over 30 years, but we'll be married 30 years this year. Uh, Kayla's still somewhat dependent on me, and she calls herself a baby adult. And I'm glad that she's still, you know, really in- involved in our family. We just got back from Nashville for a couple of days after Christmas, and I'm really proud that my my 23 year old daughter wanted to go with my wife and myself. But Shayna is still a big, big part of my life. Um, I get up every morning. Uh, I have a picture of her outside my my uh, bedroom door, and I say good morning to her in the morning. Uh, so I say good night to her every night, the last thing before I go to bed. But I do miss the physical relationship with Shayna. Uh, I sometimes struggle to remember, like, what was her voice like. Um, I would love to hug her again. Uh, Shayna was 15 years old, and I would still carry her. Uh, I was telling someone yesterday, I, I used to say to Shayna, I don't think you ever fully incarnated, Shayna. You never really understood the rules of being on Earth. We have this thing here called gravity so you have to get up and walk you have to sit up straight because she when shana would sit next to you she would just slump over and put her full body weight on you um she liked to be carried um she was she loved to just eat sweets all the time shana lived life just like full out full blast she was curious about everything she wanted to know what it was like to have a broken leg she wanted to know what it was like to have blood drawn um Shayna was just, she just lived everything full out. So I think that uh, I'm really happy when I think about Shayna and, and what she was like here when she was in the physical. But her relationship with me now is still my motivating factor. She was always pushing me when she was here. She was always challenging me. We would play video games together. And she's still doing those things. And she's still with me. And we still have that great relationship. Now, I don't have the type of relationship. I was talking with the gentleman yesterday And he was talking about some spiritually transformative experiences he had had, starting with this experience in meditation where he was flying with his guides and saw heaven and and, and all this kind of stuff. And since then, he's done some facilitated after-death communications where he's met his mother-in-law and physically hugged her and stuff like that. So I think sometimes when I talk about my relationship with Shana, people think that I have that type of relationship, that we're like still... know have that kind of connection and I want to be clear it's it's not like that it's um she's motivates me she inspires me she guides me she does send me messages through um through mediums and through other people but i still I miss her tremendously and when I think about again that 15 year old girl kind of you know fading into the the rearview mirror what I have to do is remind myself that Shana is still with me that I still have a relationship with her and I, I know that, and I know she's here right now. I know she's here looking over my shoulder. Everybody tells me, Shana's always right over your right shoulder. I can walk into a room with intuitives, and they'll say, this is, there's this little girl that's with you all the time. And I believe that. She still sends me signs. Um, she sends me signs all the time. As a matter of fact, you know, I was feeling a little bit uh, down last night, and I was telling Shana that you need to send us a sign to, today on your birthday. And I said, especially you know, to your sister who they are very, very close. And I was reminded, it's like, okay, Shana sends me signs electronically a lot of times through the computer or through my phone or something. Well, a couple of days ago, I walked in the bedroom and our Alexa or Echo Spot wasn't working. The sound wasn't working. And I tried everything I could to get the sound working. I'll training all the settings, made sure it wasn't connected to the Bluetooth speaker, all those things. And it just wasn't working. So I unplugged it, plugged it back in, and the sound started working. I have no explanation for why that happened. Last night, the night before Shana's birthday, I go into the bedroom and I ask Alexa to turn on the bedroom lights, and the bedroom lights aren't responding. So, again, I go through my whole troubleshooting routine, cannot figure out what the problem is. Ty walks in, says, What are you doing? She does a couple of things, and next thing we know, the lights are back on. So, what I was reminded when I asked Shana for a sign, you know, she's like, Daddy, you got your sign. You know, I was the one that. Made the Alexa not work. And by the way, she does a lot of signs where she makes things not work. I'm not really happy with that. But um, I did get my sign from Shayna. And today, uh, her birthday, you know, we'll honor her and remember her. And I will know that she's still with me. And I'll try to think of things like that as opposed to, you know, what I don't have and how long it's been since I've seen her. So what I want to do, what I like to do on days like today is reflect on, again, instead of thinking about, you know, the negative aspect of what I'm missing is I want to think about how far I've come and how far has come and how far Kayla has come since Shayna's passing. Um, Kayla was inspired to change majors and Kayla was a sophomore or or freshman, I should say, between her freshman and sophomore year in college when Shayna passed. And I'm really proud of Kayla. I am so proud of Kayla. She is in mental health counseling now. She works with children. She's in grad school. She is a compassionate, caring, strong person. Um, I think made even more compassionate, if possible, by the passing of Shana. Uh, I think about Twana and how far she's come and how she's grown spiritually and, and wisdom. And I see the things that she's doing and I think about you know five years out that we're still here and we're still doing these things. And again, you know, to reiterate, with me, I wouldn't be doing this uh if it weren't for Shayna. I would you would not be hearing my voice. And I think this is what I was meant to do. Now again, from the perspective of being human, do I want Shayna back here? Absolutely. Would I give anything to have Shayna back here? Absolutely I would. But on the other hand, I know that this life, no matter how long it is, whether it's 70, 80, 90, 100 years, is not that long. And I think about what's best for Shayna. Shayna had her own own soul plan. We each come here with our own plan. And while for I would like for her to have been there for 15 years, I believe with all my heart that that was Shayna's plan. And I have to think about, you know, when you're a parent, what's the best thing for your children? What would make them happiest? And... This kind of goes back to a video I just recorded a couple of days ago about the people having choice when they cross over. And I've heard from a couple of people that when Shayna did cross, that at first she thought it was a dream. Um, but she's also told us that this was meant to be. And I was talking with the parent and she was saying that I know if my son had, had the choice to come back, he would have chosen to come back. He would have chosen to be with me. I'm not so confident of that when it comes to Shana. Shayna was always running ahead. Shayna was always on to the next thing. Um so the vision I have of Shayna and our family is we're walking down the road, the four of us hand in hand, and Shayna has run ahead. And Shayna is waiting to where you know we're going to be. And I'm reminded of the week before Shayna passed, she was at a volleyball tournament with her mother. She was down in Florida. We live in Ohio. Um so, so she's in Florida She's at this resort. The the kids are driving around in golf carts. She's drinking like $5 smoothies every day. She's ordering oysters on the half shell when she's out to dinner with her mother because her mother's a pushover and just having the time of her life. And Kayla and I are back here and Kayla and I are, you know, we're watching movies. We're having what we call Brian Kayla week and we're having a good time. But Shayna didn't call us one time. And I remember Ty talking to her and saying, no, don't you feel guilty? Don't you miss, you know, Brian and and Kayla? You know, you're here having a great time with your friends. Aren't you worried about what they're doing back home? And Shana's like, no, I'm having a good time here. I'm sure they're going to be okay. I'll see them when I get home. And I truly believe that when Shana crossed over to the side, she took a look around. She was in wonder. She was in awe because that's the way she was about things even here. And Shana said, they're going to be okay. They're having a good time. I'm going to have a good time, and I'll see them when they get here. So that's the way that I I, I get by. That's the way I choose to look at days like today, that Shana is, one part of her is home, one part of her is still here with me, and I want what's best for her, and I choose to, to be happy on this day and to be happy for the 15 years that I did have her here and to cherish those memories and to use her memory and her presence to guide me forward. So those are my reflections on Shayna on January 13th, 2020. The day that my baby is would be 20 years old if she was here and is wherever she is uh, in spirit. But I know here with me also. And I want to say I love you, Shana. I love you, Twana. I love you, Kayla. And I'm glad that we chose to do this together. Have a good day, everybody.
1: Thanks for listening to Grief to Growth. Brian hopes that you find this episode helpful and will come back for future episodes. Brian's best-selling book, Grief to Growth, Planted Not Buried, is a great resource for anyone who is coping with grief or knows someone who is. If you enjoy the podcast and would like to support it, there are three things you can do to help. The first is to share the podcast with someone that you think it will help. The second is to go to iTunes, rate, and review the episode. The third way you can support the podcast is by becoming a patron. Head over to www.patreon.com grief to growth. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash grief. The number two, growth and sign up to make a small monthly donation. Patrons get access to exclusive bonus content and knowledge that you are helping to spread the message of grief to growth. For more about Brian and grief to growth, visit www.grieftogrowth.com.
0: Hey there, if you liked this episode, come on over and talk about it. Let me know what you liked. If you didn't like this episode, come on over and talk about it. Let me know what you didn't like. Go to grief to growth.com slash community and look for talk about the podcast. I'll see you there.